Hey y'all, it's Ray. I don't mean to interject too much here in the middle of International Women's Month, but I did want to take a few minutes to talk about the hashtag Stop Asian Hate. By now, you've surely heard of the killings of eight people in an Atlanta massage parlor, the majority of whom are Asian. And look, it's really horrible. Uh, it's disgusting. Um, but unfortunately, it's only one of a series of hate crimes on the Asian community. There have been recent incidents happening on the East Coast, West Coast, and a lot of places in between. And I guess a silver lining is that there's finally now a spotlight on anti-Asian behavior, which frankly has existed for more than a century, going back to the Chinese Exclusion Act and potentially even further. But I'm not going to get into that too much. Uh, we will link some helpful resources in the show notes. What I am here to do is tell my story, which is one of not violence, but exclusion. Now, I have experienced racial insults in my life as well, uh, but most of those occurred in elementary school when kids didn't know any better. So while not excusable, there are far worse things that have happened to others that I have known and have now seen in recent weeks on social media, amongst other places. But my story starts with landing a job after the 2008 subprime mortgage recession. And it was actually at a company that was widely respected for its culture um, in the insurance industry. And I remember feeling so grateful at the time before starting. But then three months in, I was very, very depressed. At that time, I had really wanted to just quit my job and not really work. I was regretting my choice of career, my choice of relocation, and I was second guessing my life. Now our division that I worked in had roughly 20 people and only three were non-white. I remember dreading going to work, not because of the job, but because of the feeling of exclusion. There was no one really to have lunch with. Um, I wouldn't be invited to any of the groups that went down to get a bite. Uh, no one would grab me for coffee. Um, very few people even stopped by my cube just to make small talk. You know, it was a company of 20,000 people, yet I felt totally alone. And worst of all, it was more than a full year before I told any of this to my manager or really any other employee for that matter. And I still remember the sense of shame I had and how I couldn't even make eye contact while telling him how much I had suffered over the past year from just social isolation. And worst of all, somehow I felt that this was my fault to this day, I am amazed that I was resilient enough to stick around for over two years before moving on to a different company in a different location. Hell, I even suggested a mentor program that's still in use today for new hires, just so that no one else had to go through what I went through. I tell this story for a few reasons. Um, first, if this happened to me, there's no doubt it's happening across the country. There are a lot of places like San Antonio uh, where I stayed uh, where Asians make up less than 5% of the population and don't really feel a sense of inclusion with the community. 
So here's a shout out to all the Asians in Alabama, in West Virginia, in Wyoming, really in any other place where there's very few people that look like you. Second, it's to illustrate that there are ways of hurting people outside of physical violence or verbal harassment. You know, we at Berkeley talk a lot about DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And there are lots of resources in the show notes, but I do want to challenge you guys who are listening. When was the last time you fostered a sense of inclusion or called out exclusionary behavior? And this applies to everyone, not just Asian people. Because let's face it, if you're listening to this, you're probably a current or future Hasi and probably smart enough not to attack or verbally assault someone. But that doesn't mean you're free from blame and can look the other way. These days, people are getting beat up, they're getting wounded, they're killed. And my story pales in comparison, but it doesn't mean that I didn't suffer and that other people aren't suffering every day, whether it's physically, emotionally, or getting excluded to the point that they feel a sense of shame for just being Asian. And that's not okay. Anyway, thanks for listening.